All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Live Button Podcast. I am joined by my co-host, Dad the Gamer, and we have a very special guest for you. You may have seen him all over TikTok. He's on YouTube as well. We are rocking with Fantastic Tech this evening, and uh, this is going to be a good episode. We got a lot of really cool things to uh, to talk about because Fantastic Tech, a.k.a. Liam, is actually not a streamer, and we have had nothing but streamers on this podcast so this is going to be a very interesting time for you guys to listen or watch as somebody explains how to be very successful in my opinion outside of twitch outside of the whole streaming space so liam it's great to see you man thank you so much for coming on the live button podcast i uh i want to ask you first and foremost what's the story there's always an origin there's always something that started your journey to get from point a to where you are currently now like what, have you always been into videography? Have you always kind of done YouTube? Was TikTok something that was kind of a spur of the moment thing that kind of took off like wildfire? Like, what was it for you? I want to. Sorry, real quick. I want to give Liam the proper entrance here because a lot, a lot of our, a lot of our creators. I mean, like me, uh, you know, they don't like to brag, right? So I'm going to brag for Liam. Liam okay. is approaching a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. No big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal, right? Well, uh, yeah, kind of a big deal. If you guys didn't catch the sarcasm <laughs> there, right? Uh, 2.27,000 subscribers on on uh, on YouTube. So um, he might know a thing or two of content creation. So for those out there that think that you can, you know, you have to stream to to make it in con to content creation, uh, I think you're gonna hear from Liam here. On, in you know, you don't. You can do what you are passionate about and kind of show the world your your skills without actually doing live streaming. Oh, dang, that was an intro. Well, <laughs> hey. one, first off, what's up, y'all? Appreciate Good having me you, on. Man. Um, Good to yeah, see you. Likewise, likewise. Wow. Uh, let's see. First and foremost, um, so I guess, yeah, there wasn't anything necessarily like specific about TikTok. I guess if there was something, it was my wife getting TikTok. Um, and okay. so, likewise. Right. So we can all thank our wives yeah, for 110%. any kind of content career. Um, <laughs> So at least that's my story. At least that's my story. Um, but yeah, so in terms of like videography and stuff, so I, I mean, like middle school was kind of when I started messing around with like a camera and editing and stuff like that. So I've been doing video for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and I, it's been, you know, TikTok's nature of like, oh, is, does polish work? Does polish not? I, I've kind of gone back and forth sure. um, where I use a nice camera, nice stuff or not. And yeah. I'm kind of writing right now. My my season of content is finally after like two and a bit years. I'm like, okay, I feel like this is finally the videos I like to make, want mm. to make, and enough of them do well to where I can say like, okay, the execution works with the platform, works with me. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing videos for a long time. Did videos in like high school with uh, um, you know video production class, and then got roped in with. Um, doing like videos kind of for the school with like another type class um went to college for video but at nice, like an okay. engineering school so that didn't necessarily go well um <laughs> we i dropped out after like a year and a half because i was like kind of doing some freelancing stuff like in the summers and whatnot and it was not enough like concrete learning mm -hmm. it's it's kind of the trope about like film school is that like it's all theory and then you and then you get to work afterwards yeah. but like you know in youtube's great uh, cameras are relatively cheap ish and so um it didn't feel like it was necessarily enough learning to stick with it and i was like ah, i could always go back and mm -hmm. for like up until last year i was like 
great decision. Now I kind of regret that, honestly, because I realized <laughs> yeah. that like you don't really get to meet a lot of people unless you're like in school or you work like at a office and stuff. And so I have a remote sure. job. And so I don't really meet a lot of people these days. Anyway, that's a that's a long tangent. But to get that into TikTok, um, yeah, I just did, did freelance video for a long time. Um, huge into like the kind of video game inspired the Transformers movies by Michael Bay, the big yeah. blockbuster action. That's like as popcorn candy junk food movies as though, as those are like that's what i like i just yeah. saw top gun maverick over the weekend oh I cried my god four times, incredible, movie. Oh my incredible movie incredible movie the best so movie i've ever good. seen in my life dude right oh so god. that's like basis of my kind of like okay cool i'm inspired now let me go oh, do yeah. something with it so mm -hmm. um and then in terms of tiktok and stuff yeah like so my wife got on tiktok like fall ish of 2019 i want to say Okay. And at that point, obviously, very different platform was like just out of musically and like the, the merger, the, the buyout. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of still like dancing stuff. Um, I don't even know what I can't even remember what it was. Yeah, at it was that like point. a, lot, a lot of trends and, you so know, dark, dancing, yeah. singing, dude. the dark ages. <laughs> right, exactly. And then and so then uh, I was kind of like an observer of and I never kind of jumped on. Um, and then I think like early 2020, I got like my own just personal account and started uh browsing i don't even know what like some of the first stuff that i kind of liked to my for you page uh and then starting like twitch stuff was in there and mm -hmm. talking about the dark dark ages of tiktok 2020 tick twitch talk was yeah, very yeah. rough yeah. so i was like oh this is okay never mind not for me so like oh that's what like tech is and that's what like streaming is never mind um but then i started seeing uh some you know some of the people who are huge today like you know, Carter's early videos, uh, Lowe's videos, mm -hmm. um, and some people who were just doing like straight tech. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, so there's a scene for this. All right, cool. So I started making videos on the platform, very bad videos. I made like maybe 15 over the entirety of like 2020. Um, and at the end of 2020, like November-ish, one caught where uh, I, I was talking about some people have giant L desks and they're all empty. And yeah. Um, like what's up with that and so and then that one kind of caught traction so then i was like oh cool so then kept, kept with it a little bit and then you know since then the scene's gotten a lot bigger like it's a proper content you know space sure. yeah um mm -hmm. and then yeah just trying to figure out the biggest thing over the last two and a bit years is just trying to figure out what i wanted to like kind of what i wanted to do and what worked and i've gone from like editing tips and production tips and then that was kind of doing well. So I kept with it, even though I didn't really like it. Like, mm -hmm. finally, over the last, like, two years, like, worked my way entirely around to just, like, okay, gaming hardware, like, gaming peripherals, um, games themselves, as well as, like, fancy production stuff to make the videos about tech. Yeah, so. dude, it, you mentioned, dude, you mentioned so many things that I want to talk about. And the first of which is you mentioned that you made a bunch of videos. And then you said, not good videos, by the way. Right. <laughs> That's very, very important for people yeah. to understand. Like, what people typically see is the end game content. They see the yep. stuff that's, like, been super fun. And obviously, like, if you look at your page now, Liam, all of your stuff is amazing looking. It's got the cinematography. The lighting is phenomenal. The setup looks dope. Thank but you. you didn't. You weren't always there. And I think that's what's super, super important is people, people like, are afraid to put out their few videos. Like, I've had a lot of uh questions on my tiktoks about youtube and stuff mm -hmm. and the majority of people are like i don't know what to do or like I, I what if my videos are bad and i'm like yes they will be and that's 100%. good and that's normal right. and that's how you learn and progress through the the sea of content creation so to speak like the videos that i put out on 
my TikTok back in, geez, the, uh, September 2020 is when I started TikTok. So the very first videos I put out then, compared to the videos that I'm putting out now, mm-hmm. the it is entirely different. The subject matter is is relatively the same, and I, I resonated with what you were saying with, you know, you do some stuff that works, but you're not a huge fan of it, and then you kind right. of try to go back to something else that you really like it but it doesn't do as well like yeah. you're kind of stuck in a tug of war but all that to say like the videos that i put out at the very beginning was literally <laughs> my phone propped up against my pc and i was i was talking into my phone like this just looking at it giving twitch yeah. tips dude like and that's <laughs> and now it's like i'm standing up i have a lot better backgrounds behind me like i have captions and you know transitions and all that kind of stuff because you learn how to do it over time you know, totally. like you, you learn how to morph your content into something that suits you and fits you. And like you said, like you've finally after and it took you two years, mm-hmm. got to a vein of content that you want to be in and that you enjoy being in. But it's also doing well. And I think if you can yeah. get to that specific kind of cocktail of of content creation where it kind of hits all those marks, you can run with it and you're just you're just going to crush. Yeah, it's a very TikTok, especially is a very, I mean, probably like anything is a very traction heavy platform where you can go both ways of like, video after video is just awesome. And yes, back when like video replies sorted to the top of TikTok comments, which is, I don't know why that's missing now. Regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just just like banger after banger wins or like, it's month three and nothing's catching what's mm-hmm. going on identity crisis existential worries. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a very it takes a long time, at least, in, I mean, in my experience, I've, I've, there's so many accounts that I'm just like, this person is amazing at what they're doing. Wow, I wish I could have been that fast at getting to like such a good video. And maybe mm-hmm. they did stuff like off platform or, or, or like elsewhere that when they came to TikTok, they were like, oh, I got I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, now. they like, learned both in just the technical, but also them as like the subject matter, because I've done I did freelance for such a long time. And I can I, I feel like I've got an ability to like, okay, what's your business? I can tell a story in that here's your, like the client videos. Sure. So if I'm the subject, I've I had so long to get to the point where that was good. And I was like, oh, cool. That worked. And for two years, it, I, I, yeah, I, I look, I go back even like four months ago, five months ago that I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. So. You, you, uh, you talked about the, you know, we've had this discussion multiple times on this podcast, but a lot of your content is very, you know, it's high quality, right? Uh, high production, the lighting's good, right? Um, and then, you know, you kind of talked about, you know, uh, maybe doing some content with, you know, just your cell phone, right? The more authentic yeah. content, right? Uh, what do you enjoy doing? And do you see a, a view difference between, you know, your high quality production videos versus, you know, you're your busting out a cell phone and, you know, this is this is the product, this is what it is, and you post it? Uh, I mean, a hundred percent. I think uh, like pastor, like you were saying, I think two years ago, the platform was very much. So, uh, aside from some exceptions was like nice camera swipe. This is either an ad or this is yeah, sure, something sure, sure, sure. bad. And that has completely changed. I mean, everybody, I think in like the over a hundred K tech space, sure. uh, is aside from like, you know, a few using nice cameras and nice audio and it's they're kind of like cultivating an edit and then putting it out and whether that was even even though that was happening over the last two years the tech space is like cool this is good we like this now actually versus Mm -hmm. maybe they didn't in the past um so that's great because i like doing the 
I like, you know, making things look good, sound good, all that. Yeah. I'm not also good with like filming myself. Um, I feel like when I'm, when I'm holding my phone and I have to use like an external mic because my phone mic is like broken. So that just, be, it's such a art, weird artificial process that sure. even if I'm talking about something I'm naturally excited about, there's just some weird blocker there and I, it, terrible. So any phone video, even I did like a couple last week just cause I was kind of busy that day. And those still go back to like my, my, my tone and my on-camera presence like six months ago, which mm. was, I don't like, and it's just for some reason that was, I couldn't get over um and so when i can be hands off if my camera's over there in my mic and i can just kind of sit down and go bleh and be passionate about that that yeah. works well and i think to some extent people like high quality stuff more so so they're like oh cool here's someone else that does production stuff but i think it's also just even though um uh dad like you said the 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 phone videos were more organic i think for some people at least i feel like for me i can be that organic because of everything else sure high quality i'm less organic with my phone so i think it comes down to that more than necessarily phone or not phone um and then same thing with like traction on platform if you build your audience around like phone videos and then all of a sudden what's this camera doing that's sure weird but if it's the opposite like um if you guys know parker burton on and on tiktok who does a lot of uh smartphone content mm -hmm. um every single video is with his nice camera and so when he occasionally does phone videos uh or from his phone if he's like testing a camera or something like that um it, it's like it's almost like a brand pillar yeah. and some people okay. have, some people use it some people don't um and i like to i like to use i it. think i think uh in the tech space you know it it obviously i think it benefits having high quality <laughs> videos right because it shows like hey you know what like he has a high quality video it proved it's proven that he knows what you know this person's talking about so um you your your, your youtube channel uh, I'm kind of scrolling through right now, but mm. you know, you have a lot of videos on, on tech stuff. Um, and clearly, you know what you're talking about with it. I am somebody I, I, you know, I, I give a lot of streaming advice, streaming tips, that that sort of thing, mainly on like just content creation as a whole, but you know, I've given some advice on hardware stuff, but something I stay away from. And I, I think you're going to, there's a couple creators who, I, who got called out for this, but something that I've stayed away from is I, I don't give advice on a couple things: cameras, lighting, okay. and audio. Because I, okay. I, I, I just I, those are three things that I know that I am not. Trinity, bro. Other, other than like, I, other than saying like, this is my mic and these are the settings. Like, I'm not going to sit yeah. there and like, like give advice on audio settings, right? Because I sure. don't know audio settings, right? Uh, same thing with camera. Like, other than I know it's 1080p and it shoots, you know, uh, what I want, like. I, I don't know that, right? And then same with Elgato, Elgato lights. But I think a lot of people that get into the tech advice space, um, they think they have to just know everything. But you know, it, it becomes yeah. this 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 persona, and it's easy for people to call out, you know, bullshit, right? They're gonna they're gonna see right through and say, ah, uh, they don't. This person, they don't really know what they're talking about, right? For me, I know what right. I'm talking about in a lot of things, but my weakness are, the, are those three things. That's why I stay away from the, from advice on that. So, uh, props to you, man. I mean, once again, like if you guys, uh, we're, we're not even close to the end of the episode, but I, I go look at his channel, go follow his channel, uh, if because if you're a streamer, you're gonna enjoy his content, um, because it talks a lot about you know obviously streaming hardware and the various things. But once again, I mean, I think you're gonna as a streamer, a content creator, everybody loves to talk about their setup. 
but I, I love to talk about my setup. But listen, I, I know my I know my limits. I'm talking about my setup. Unrealistic. I, I, it is unattainable <laughs> for any normal human. I know. Being in I know the, the world, limits bro. of talking about my setup. Like my setup is what it is because I went to YouTube and I and I found people people like Liam and I was like, help me figure out how to set up my camera. Help me set up my my audio, my lighting. Right. That's that's mm. how I've gotten here. Sure. Now, yeah. Liam, let me ask you a question, dude. I, I so I actually ran into this problem recently. Um, and, and dad, dad has talked about this problem as well, because when the quality of TikTok mm-hmm. becomes more than the amount of time that you can put in it to have a quality TikTok going up every single day, mm. what is the decision there? How many times yeah. a day do you post in terms of because all like all of your stuff, all of your stuff is is high, high quality cinematography grade stuff. So is that a, hey, I post every other day? Is that an everyday thing? Do you batch like a ton of crap together and then just put it all out over the week? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's changed along with kind of as I've uh, adopted the style of content, as I've, I think, gotten better. I certainly mm-hmm. sometimes, obviously, I feel like like we all, we sit down, we go video time and brain dump and nothing comes together. Yeah. And also existential crisis and why am I doing what I'm trying to do? Um, <laughs> I used to... I've done like three videos a day for like a couple months. And that's just even, even like with the phone, never with like, a, you know, a nice setup or anything sure, like lot. that. Three a day is a lot. Three is a lot. That. Yeah. Like, it's so much. I don't know how uh, Carter, uh, Carter PCs, I'm sure you both yeah. are familiar oh, yeah. with him. I don't know how he does it. Man's a wizard. And probably a team of people. Probably a team of people around so. him. Like, no? I, I mean, I, I know he has like a managerial team, but in terms of a content team on TikTok, at least, I think maybe like an editor. He, no. Wow. He said that he has somebody it's who posts impressive. his TikToks elsewhere, but I think for TikTok, it's all him. So he's just he's just a dude, wizard. Dude, what a monster, dude. I right. So um, yeah, I know, and, and some other people have tried it as well. I've never gotten to four a day, tried three a day. It's been maybe like a couple weeks, but it always felt like, yeah, you had to sacrifice some level of quality to get mm-hmm. out the quantity. And I think to like what you were talking about at the very beginning, where um it's important to make bad videos to then get to, or be okay with making bad videos to then get to the point where you can be good. Um, I think that that is a huge, like a valuable thing to be okay with unless you feel like, you know what you're doing. And that's, I mean, maybe like an ego check, but like, no, I want to make X video and then you have to be okay with posting less. So, um, so yeah, I only post right now four times a week. Maybe. Man, how dare you not post know, at right? least once po- a day, Listen, dude? What the, are you doing? The TikTok experts out there talk about it. You got to post two to three times a day <laughs> to grow your damn audience, okay? Exactly. exactly. <clears throat> no, I, I, I'm, uh, we, you know, we've talked about it a lot, but, um, it, you know, Pastor and I, we do a lot of pre-recorded content using our cameras and it just, mm-hmm. it hinders our ability to be able to produce more content. That's why, you know, for me, I post maybe for those videos, I'll post two to three times a week. And then, you know, obviously I'll do video replies and stuff like that kind of fills in the space. But sure. I know like me wanting to, you know, record high quality videos, uh, it hinders my ability to produce more content. But I'm okay with that because yeah. at this point, mm-hmm. my audience appreciates, just like Liam was talking about, like, that's how I build my audience. They know my videos are recorded with the DSLR, my mic, right? They're, if I just took my phone and just popped it up and I posted a video like that, they're going to be like, oh, what happened to this guy's camera? This exactly. is, <laughs> I'm going to swipe off of this, right? 
Yeah. So the, it's, yeah, it's like the visual appeal is almost like, oh, like the effort isn't yeah. as much, even though that's a hundred percent effort for some people, yep. it might not be for others. So yeah, like, you know, a couple times a week, if the idea is enough and the like execution is, is of the quality that like your audience expects, or, you know, if you post less because it's like, okay, and I'm making a conscious decision to now, if this isn't like a 10 K video that I think I'm not going to post it. Because yeah. then that doesn't kind of move the needle. And it's like still half an hour, 45 minutes to put together something that's maybe not going to do as well. But that's not necessarily valuable time. So that's kind of where I feel like I'm at a little bit right now mm. is like I'm very thousand percent grateful for my numbers and my audience. And the fact that lots of this or all of this is because <laughs> of that. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm not done. So I can I've, I'm OK <laughs> with pulling back to try to like keep pushing the ceiling a little bit and then i kind of go in seasons where i'm like okay a little bit like more more posts a little bit not as production and then i kind of go back and forth yeah dude and i've i've actually noticed too recently with my own personal tiktok is like i even moving spaces from like something as simple as like legitimately like having walls and like having <laughs> a place like i have people asking me like why are you in an unfinished space i was like dude doesn't you know, why does it matter you know like <laughs> why, why does it matter i don't understand but like i've i've noticed for sure the videos that i edit and have a certain format for and like have the captions and all that kind of stuff and they look really really cool yeah those videos do a lot better and it goes back to what i think you were talking about earlier which is curated content is becoming king in some mm -hmm. regard in certain niches on tiktok like 100%. there's still always going to be the funny videos of just like people randomly getting recorded and something funny happens or like, you know, anything funny on TikTok is typically not recorded like we would record something of our own. Sure. But the actual curated content I found, at least for my own personal brand and what I'm doing, does a lot better than just holding up the phone and talking to the phone real quick and then mm -hmm. posting that. And Do you find I, that's the Twitch space in general? Because I feel like that's certainly changed, but I, I would like... I know I don't stream, so I'm not necessarily in that sure niche sure. content space at all. So where's that right now in terms um, of TikTok? I think I think a lot of it is in the Twitch space because people and especially kids, kids are getting dope set up sooner than we did. Oh so my like gosh. I'm sitting here at 34 years old and I have a really great setup that I'm looking at, but nobody else can really see. But right. it's like all these all these kids on TikTok, you see all the, the curated content and everyone's got the DSLR camera and they're filming their super crazy setup and they're like 16 to, to 20 years old. And it's yeah. like, what, dude, when I was growing up, we had Windows 95 and like that's that's what we had. So it's like Colors. the whole, yeah, yeah. We had paint. It was Minesweeper. Yeah. It was great. It was but great. the whole thing, I think, I think especially in the Twitch space, things are becoming more curated and and becoming more professional looking as people are getting into the space thinking they need certain things like there's a lot sure. of streamers that think they need the dslr camera they need the latest piece of tech mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff and you have proven that you don't need to stream to get those things which is i want to i want to segue into this question too is you have mentioned that a lot of this has come from your your tiktok audience and your numbers and your success that you've had on tiktok oh, yeah you, and You've navigated, I'm assuming, brand deal after brand deal after email after email to just accrue the things that you have to do the stuff that you are doing. Is there any special, I don't want to call it a special secret, but is there any formula that when somebody is reached out to by a brand that they can follow to, to really kind of seal the deal, to really make themselves marketable to that brand, not mm -hmm. just 
that brand gets what they want from that person. So if, if that question makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, brand deals are a huge can of worms and yeah. especially on TikTok for how relatively speaking, but as absolutely still young of a platform it is, young of a demographic it is that are, yeah, 16 year olds with dope setups and, and like, tray table with like a walmart keyboard at 16 i mean like it's it's <laughs> yeah. very different and it's like that's super sick would have loved that that's cool that that's so accessible to anyone who at any age kind of wants it yeah. it's there and ready so super rad um in terms of brand deals though uh if the one especially because i waited probably until like 70k to reach out to a brand myself i did only mm -hmm. waiting just because i felt like if the value's there if my content's there a brand's gonna be there um and that then and then I was like, okay, there's a couple things that are like, I don't think this brand's on TikTok. Would love to try to work with them. And so Be Quiet being one of them, um, worked with them a couple different times and, that, and they're not on TikTok. So that was one that was like, it was advantageous to reach out. But in terms of if any brand is reaching out, there's always the gauge of like, they reached out to you. They see that your channel has value. Your channel mm -hmm. does have value, regardless of if you even have necessarily a huge following or not. Like individuals bring individual perspectives so that's good value sure um but in terms of working kind of you know with a brand it's always like i i always kind of base it around like okay do i actually need this thing do i not is this a long-term relationship or is this a kind couple hundred dollars deal. yeah for like a you know a sponsored video something like that and that's always something that the individual has to weigh whether it's like you know um kind of any company in like the gaming space or like the production space is like for me at least personally like a long-term relationship like mm -hmm. would love to you know um be able to hit up aperture for example who my main lights from and been like hey what's up i want to do something different like you want to work together and like anything that you want to kind of send yeah. me content all that kind of stuff and if i would be super stringent with like oh you want to send me stuff cool that's gonna be a thousand dollars right at the beginning that would not probably yield good results down the road. So that's kind of always what I think everyone has to weigh. Um, it's much, and it's tough too, because there are brands should pay for what they typically don't. Um, collaboration type stuff where they're like, Hey, we're going to send you a light, like make a video on it and no strings attached. Like we just want to kind of be there. So then when like I reference my light, <laughs> I say aperture that could sure. have been another company had they send it, but you know, that type of arrangement um I, I i don't expect I, I would never charge for that um it's the relationship that's more important versus like uh, yeah some a quick buck for sure um i ramble that, a lot sorry no you're, uh, no you're totally no that was good, good. that I, was good I'm, I'm literally sitting here like i'm trying to like write everything down it's, it's so crazy <laughs> i'm dying like, i'm over here dying don't worry about it what you, what you mentioned was very extraordinarily important and i've never heard anybody say it this way before but you mentioned that dealing with a brand is like a relationship, not a it transaction. Is. And mm -hmm. it, it can be sometimes very transactional. It is. Yeah, sometimes it is. But yeah. if it's the right brand. It's yeah, like a and, and I think that's I think everyone in their mind has a dream brand that they would like to work with at some point. So yeah. if you get that opportunity, it may not be advantageous of you to right. slap a price tag right in their face the second they mm -hmm. start talking to you. Right. Like 100%. it may be advantageous for you to sit back, slow play it. Hey, you guys want to send me some stuff? Like that would be amazing. I would love that. Thank you so much. And start out with being mm -hmm. like super grateful and honored oh, that yeah. they even selected you to do it rather than like, hey guys, I would love for you to send me something, but I also have to charge you $400 for a TikTok because mm -hmm. that's just how things roll. 
Yeah. Maybe not the best, the best foot to lead with. You know what right. I mean? And, and I really liked what you mentioned that by, by, I mentioned by that because building relationships just in general with people is something that I, I thoroughly enjoy doing. I like talking to people, hanging out. And there's been a few brands that I've done some work with over the past year and a half. And, and it didn't start out with money. And I still mm-hmm. talk to them and I've still left it open-ended if they want to reach back out. And, and I, you know, every single time I work with a brand, typically it's been a great, you know, um, experience. And I've always left it with, Hey guys, thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah. If you want to work again, I am wide open. Just let me know. And you yeah. leave it back in their hands instead of throwing money. Like it, I agree with what you said a lot. I, I want to go back. I want to go back to uh, what we what you were talking about and comparing, you know, the Twitch space. I know you said, you know, obviously you don't live stream, but right, you were saying in terms of the the you know high quality, high production content, how that kind of translates into the Twitch streaming world. For mm-hmm. for for me, you know, I play I play Warzone. I chop up my Warzone clips and I and I post them on TikTok. Right, I, I think that goes into uh, I think it does translate, and it's rather you people edit their clips or they don't edit their clips. So. I'm a, I mean, I, I, I could spend, I mean, we've, we've spent hours on <laughs> talking about this, but <laughs> you know, you, you compare somebody who takes, who takes just a raw Twitch clip and they just dump it on, on, on social media unedited, right. <clears throat> They're not going to get a, a many views, right. Versus, you know, me, I could spend an hour, hour and a half editing a clip and I will get more views. And it's a very, and it's the same concept for my, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it's the same concept for my, you know, my regular content. Yes, I only post two to three times a week, but mm-hmm. I know I, I will get probably 50 times more views on those videos than if I were to not post the content where it's high quality, high production, right? I Because, yeah. I, because it's, it's happened. Like I, I sometimes I get, I've been lazy a couple of times and I'll just bust up my cell phone and it's not, I don't get the same amount of views at all. I'm at 11,000 mm-hmm. followers. <clears throat> and for me, if I post any video that's under 5,000 views, it's, I don't want to say a failure, but it's kind of like, Eh, I I could do better, right? Um, sure. So you know, it kind of it it goes hand in hand, I think. Uh, and for me, you know, it's worth it for me to to only post two to three times a day because I know my views are going to be fifty times more <clears throat> that way than it is, you know, me, you know, busting up a cell phone. And it's the same with editing. I know if I spend an hour and a half editing a video from Warzone, that it's going to get ten times more views if I didn't edit that same video and post it on, you know, on TikTok or social media. Yeah, 100%. Um, real fast before I forget it, the, uh, around brand deals, I think that yeah, balancing transaction versus relationship is huge. And I think mm-hmm. also being, even if you do go relationship first, being vocal about like, hey, what's up? Obviously, this is a brand deal. I typically do pay. I'm not going to. And not like dangling as like a, like, I'm not going to charge you now, but just being honest with how you typically go about yeah. brand deals. But like, I'm looking for like, I would like to work together long term just want to make sure that's transparent but like let's just work together long term i think that's 100 percent too just over communication these are people on the other end of emails so that's also a be over communicative versus like i don't know not be like super shady and then like by the way you owe me six hundred dollars for the last few transactions right that's that's just that's a weird thing and but i think a lot of times like when people do get contacted by brands they freeze. They don't know what to do because, and, and so many people are telling them like, don't do stuff for free. Don't do stuff for free. Like all this stuff, you got to make money from it. Not necessarily. Like yep. there's, there's a lot to say, especially when you're first starting out with your first few brand deals, there's a lot to say about just getting your feet wet in the experience. Like just 
be present, figure out how things work. You're not going to score a ton of cash your first few brand deals, but what you are going to do is you're going to learn the ropes. You're going to figure out how to navigate a few things and maybe establish some long-term relationships for down the road, which mm -hmm. I think is super, super important because it's just, it, it opens up the door. If that company comes out with new tech, you're one of the first people to come to their mind. They can send it to you. They know your audience is reliable. Like mm -hmm. it's just, a, it's just a good situation overall. Um, now, Liam, you, you don't stream, but have you ever considered it? And I, I'm, I'm curious about this because typically what you see is you see, content creators branch into streaming at some point if it's if they're right. content creating on youtube then they typically will just stream on youtube sometimes they'll go to twitch is that even a desire of yours is that something that you have time for is it, it like what what are your stances on that currently yeah to bounce back and forth again because i totally jumped off that your pitch uh so i want to hit yours first and then yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to hit twitch. yeah um yeah the, the the quick editing and the the like being okay with not posting because it's hard if you have like normal cadence and you kind of pull back from, you're like, I've got half an hour. I could do something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, 100%. Do... It's so tough. And it, there's like, sometimes you can, because it's like you have content that like, um, you know, moves the ceiling, reaches new people. And then you have content that kind of reinforces who's there. And so that's like, that can be quick. That can be not that great. But the person whose comment you're answering is going to be, you know, valuable and you hope that it reaches other people too. Sure. So yeah. it's like everyone has that kind of balance, but it's, it's tough to, to try to pull back on a cadence and be okay with either. Yeah. Not posting, being okay with the low views. If you know that like, okay, that was a, like a great comment and maybe the video didn't do well, but like, I mean, 5k, like I'm stoked if I get more than 5k, that's a lot of people. Dude, yeah. That's uh, a lot for me. There's <laughs> a lot. Um, but yeah, balancing how often to post what type of post the quality and then um yeah it's it's a it's a mind juggle constantly um and then feel free to interrupt on anything on there but in terms of uh, yeah so moving to twitch um past what you were just talking about uh, so i actually I, I don't stream now but i used to so first when i first got on oh, tiktok okay. yeah um i was i think it was one of those things that in terms of like working on content it was something that I, I very rarely watched Twitch, but I watched mm -hmm. enough of it to be like, I feel like this is something I should do. And obviously mm. the crazy idea about like making money playing video games is awesome. Who wouldn't? Enticing. That's what everybody it wants, right? Very. Oh my goodness, right? Um, so, I mean, even back in probably what, 2016 or so, like I would stream and no content pushing into it. So went nowhere. Sure. Um, and then with TikTok, uh, would do kind of stream centric stuff tried to stream like twice a week kind of once the the, the channel started getting traction kind of stopped for a while because i'm it's not my skill set at all people who sure. can hold an audience long term be entertaining be uh educational if it's that type of channel like don't know how they do it don't know how y'all do it it's entertaining <laughs> um and it, it's not where um not where i have skills at all um and so most, I think probably back in the beginning of last year was my like kind of last hurrah push that like the, the, the TikTok was enough, was big enough. I was making, um, videos that I like to make. Some of them were stream centric that I started like a, a, a Tuesday, Thursday stream schedule for like a couple hours in the afternoon. And, um, stuck with that for like three months, like didn't miss a, didn't miss a day. And I was like, cool, sick. Like really happy about that 
like views were not like great, maybe like an average of like six or seven people, but that's like a big conversation. So it was like a ton of fun. Like some of those people are, you know, normal in the, my comment sections are like discord and stuff like that. So, um, so it was cool, but I very quickly realized that like, okay, if I'm playing a game, if it's like a story game, I'm, I'm distracted from the story and I'm don't want to be distracted from my story games. Yep. If it's a multiplayer game, I, get really focused and i get silent so then that's not entertaining <laughs> for the stream so yeah. after like a couple months i kind of went from like i got this let me try to kind of work it work do some other stuff to like okay maybe games aren't it let me not do games let me just do just chatting for like an hour and just talk about kind of whatever and then that's like the stream and then i was like okay that went on for a couple of weeks and that was like kind of the most fun but then i realized mm-hmm. i was like why am i trying to pull people from tiktok to twitch when you can go live on tiktok i'm not necessarily in it for the money like any sub was crazy yeah yeah yeah. like yeah so that was a very cool thing and the fact that anybody like subbed or you know donated bits was just like oh my gosh and some of the messages that people leave are like wow that's really kind of you um but ultimately it was just like if i'm not going to play games and i'm not going to do and and i don't you know people are very kind with you know their financial donations but like i don't want that kind of feeling like they should I might as well just go live on TikTok because that's where my audience is. Sure, so I did yeah. that for a couple of weeks and then just life got crazy and I kind of stopped and I was like, I don't miss it. So I never picked it back up again. Live so, streaming yeah, live streaming is tough. I mean, it's demanding, you know, live yeah. streaming oh, is regardless of, regardless of platform, right? TikTok, yeah. obviously Twitch. I mean, you, you mentioned playing games on Twitch. It's, you know, so many people get wrapped up into their game and they're staring at their screen and, you know, they forget that there's X amount of people watching them and right. it, it get tough, right? So uh, live streaming, regardless of your platform that you're on, it's, it's, it's demanding, you know, knowing that there's X amount of people just staring at you and watching you, you're, you're you always have this sense of like, I need to do something, you know, like mm-hmm. I need to, you know, be entertaining, uh, sure, to, to present yourself. Um, yeah. I've told Pasha this many times. I really think TikTok live streaming this year will be, will be massive. I, th- I think it's going to take a yeah. massive leap and I think you're going to see, uh, maybe even some Twitch streamers stop streaming on Twitch and take advantage of TikTok if their audience is larger, right? Because, yeah. uh, I mean, let's be real. I have on TikTok, I have, or yeah, TikTok, 11,000 followers. On Twitch, I have 3,200 followers, which is a, a decent balance. But I, I know a yeah. lot of TikTokers who have 100,000 plus followers, but they have 5,000 followers on Twitch. Like, why wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if in my mind, I'm like, I'm, just like you said, like I'm going to leverage the fact that I have 100,000 followers on TikTok. And if mm-hmm. I go live, immediately they're going to get notified and they're like, Hey, I follow this person. I enjoy the content. I comment, I'm going to go check out their live live and, you know, right. hang out with them. So I think, I think TikTok live this year is going to be, I think pretty massive. And, and if you have the ability to go live, you know, utilize it. Mm-hmm. Where's the balance for y'all? Cause you guys both more heavily stream. Is it part of like a, is it just part of the content or is it like a financial pillar of what you guys do that <laughs> moving from Twitch to TikTok would be like maybe a financial hit that you have to consider? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I could kind of talk about this. I, I have a very generous community, uh, as pastor have said it, has said it multiple times to me, but I, my community is awesome. They come through and, and, you know, they have, you know, a decent amount of subs, the gifted subs, the bits, and all, everything. So, uh, for me leaving Twitch, you know, it, it's definitely, it would be a financial, financial hit for me. Um, mm-hmm. now once again, I mean, I, it's the money I make on Twitch isn't anything like too crazy, right? It's not like life changing, but you know, it, it's a chunk of money towards like, once again, I could do this, right? And um, so yeah, I mean, I've 
I've I've floated with the idea a couple times of just maybe like you know I, for the most part I stream three to three times a week on Twitch. Maybe taking away one of those streams on Twitch and just doing it on TikTok because lately my TikTok lives have been absolutely insane. Like I've the bananas. Like dude. I've I I think one of them I gained three thousand followers. Another one had twelve hundred viewers at once. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Like it was. It's not oh what he does. With yeah. The, with it's the TikTok lives. it's kind it's of so it's been kind of crazy. So I've been I've been pondering with the idea up. of like maybe taking away you know, a stream from Twitch and do it on TikTok. Because I think if you have, once again, the audience there, but then you have your awesome community that really loves you, loves what you're about. And so they'll support you. You know, those kind of people, they're going to support you wherever you go. So if I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going to go live on TikTok, right? And everybody kind of understands how TikTok live works. Get your community in there. They're smashing the like button. They're sharing. Like it just goes up the algorithm. And next thing you know, yeah. it's, you know, it's just getting pushed through millions of people's feeds. Um, and that's where you know you're going to get get a lot of viewers and obviously a lot of followership. So um, I don't know about you, Pastor, but that's that's kind of been like my my thought process with it. That's yeah, insane, dude. Though. Um, for me, it's 100 a pillar. Uh, now, Twitch currently, mine is like a random brand deal that will come in from time to time. That is my sole source of income for this entire brand that I'm operating. Um, and I think, and you hit this kind of on the head earlier, Liam, when you were talking about how you were streaming, but you didn't have any content behind to like back it up and therefore you did not grow. Right. I've only been really creating content for a year and a half. So oh. I, I, I was, I've been, this is my, I started on Mixer. And then when that went under, I came over to Twitch. In total, this March will be four years of me streaming every single night, three nights a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Dang. Okay. So, or no, sorry. Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. I know my schedule, I promise. Um, <laughs> Should so, you like, be live I, right now? Are you live? I, I could be. I, I, I have no idea. Um, but it's for me, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm branching out to hopefully not have it be the sole way that I'm making an income from this hobby. Sure. Um, especially with the YouTube channel that just got monetized, just made partner yep. with that. Congrats, um, dude. By the way, I saw that. Dude, thank you. I was not kidding. When Incredible. I woke up to it, I I oh, was good. shaking. I was so pumped, man. It was because it was like five four five weeks and then it was YouTube partner. I was like, this is incredible. Nice. Um so like all that to be said, I'm working very hard now in the idea of getting multiple revenue sources coming in at one time. So Twitch doesn't have to be the only thing sure. um, because I have a lot of Alex drawers to buy and Ikea countertops that I need to get as well. So just, exactly. There it is. There's just some things that, uh, that I'm looking at getting. Um, and as of right now, like the, the income that's coming in from the stream is good. It allows me to, to do what I need to do. And allows me to to get the things that i need to get when i need to get them so it, the hobby 100 percent pays for itself at this point nice. and at this point it's it's starting to figure out how more happens right and i sure. think that comes with the youtube channel and very soon i'll have probably have a second youtube channel monetize at some point and um just kind of building those platforms continuing to build tiktok which brings in the brand deals and and i'm i'm kind of just putting puzzle pieces together and hoping the overarching brand will really start to to push forward this year i think we got a lot of good stuff going on this year so far so um it is it is interesting how with my current audience that is accruing over on my youtube very quickly i'm gonna pass the number of youtube subscribers that i have as twitch subscribe or twitch uh, not subscribers but twitch followers like right now i'm at 1600 mm. twitch followers and youtube Dang. is at uh 1.2 thousand followers and that happened in a month or so right and then i've been streaming for four years so it's like eventually is it smarter to engage with the audience that's rapidly 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 growing on youtube 
right. just like you mentioned, your TikTok audience is the base of, you know, your, your meat and potatoes, Everything. so to speak. Yeah. Eventually it's like, naturally there's a progression there. The longevity mm-hmm. of YouTube is a progression. If my audience is booming on YouTube, why not at least do one stream a week on YouTube or multi-stream yeah. even Twitch or whatever, you know, it's, it's interesting. So there's a lot of things to take into account in that, uh, in that question, but I'm hoping it's, that this year really moves some pillars around. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, uh, that's some, like some insane numbers and just like uh, that fast to partner is, is crazy. I was um, so happy. So, <laughs> so happy nice work, dude. Congrats, those are, those are those YouTube videos that you see. We're like, I made Twitch or, uh, you know, YouTube partner in five weeks. And this is how yeah. like that, that's your, that's your content for your other channel right there. This yeah, man dude, broke that's... YouTube. Learn how in five steps. Yeah, exactly. Bro, <laughs> real talk. It's, I mean, and you, Liam, you know this too, cause you have a lot of really great YouTube videos, but oh, you. if you got a thumbnail and you got a good title, people are going to click on your videos. And a mm. lot of times people don't have those two things and therefore they don't grow at all sure. and i know i suck at making i suck at making thumbnails so i <laughs> hired somebody to do it for me i was like oh, nice. please help me and that's the channel that you're currently seeing kind of going so solid yeah but do you it's find that super dope. uh that is just awesome that that has happened like so fast and it's mm-hmm. something that like obviously you're interested in it's not just like kind of something random um because youtube as a platform is so like metrics are so high value that yes. like, I mean, hundred, like, you know, 95,000 ish followers that I have right now on TikTok, 95,000 subs is it's, it's kind of interesting. Cause there's lots more eyes. I feel like a lot of brands are like, Oh, TikTok's got a lot going on, throw everything there. Mm-hmm. Um, but still like matching any kind of, uh, numbers to like a YouTube channel is yeah. so much stronger over there. So um, much dude. Cause you only need, yeah. you only need 86,000 subscribers to be full-time on YouTube, like make a full-time income on YouTube. Really? Is that all? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot it's, of people. But so like... it is. It is a lot of people, but it's not as much as people think. Sure. Eighty six thousand subscribers. Uh, I think if the number, if I'm remembering, is like maybe and I could be way off base with this, but I'm pretty sure it's like seventy thousand dollars a year if Dang. you have eighty six thousand subscribers on YouTube. Is that so, based on a certain number of like average views per month? I would imagine, or is something else? I, all I know is is the subscriber <sighs> the subscriber count because someone was like. This is how much you have to have to go full time on YouTube to sustain yourself and and possibly as your as your full time income, which gotcha. <laughs> to me I'm like, dude, only eighty five more thousand to go, dude. We're going right. for it. <laughs> at this rate. That's like by the end of the year. Yeah, who knows, dude? Who knows if some, if things get super freaking crazy? Like it'll be nuts. But now, yeah. are you, Liam? Are you going to continue to push because i i didn't even ask we were talking about it are you going to continue to push out youtube content as well like are you doing like kind of one video every so often one video when you can like what's your what's your posting schedule over on youtube Uh, there is none um it's i've been (laughs) (laughs) i really want to make youtube videos so much more than i i can't say that i do right now because i don't i post like six youtube videos last year which for some people who, I mean, full-time or not, get that you have more than six on your Elden Ring channel. Yes? I do. <laughs> so, I do. <laughs> um, I do. so it, talk, going way back to the whole, like, um, being bad enough to get to good, I feel like I'm a little bit, like, holding myself on, um, like, I know my TikToks, I, I know my TikTok style, and I'm really happy with where, is that, where that is. I am... I like the YouTube videos I have posted, but I'm still figuring out what I want to do there. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, I don't want to post anything until I know, but that's not what analysis by paralysis, dude. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. So I, uh, yeah. So in terms of content going forward, 
like don't want to slash can't slash yeah don't want to drop anything with TikTok because it's the reason why anything else would do well and sure. it's, I, I still love the platform talking with a lot of cool people there and stuff like that and it's a very high opportunistic platform um it is a little bit not uh, you know the level of how creative you can be is so much lower than on youtube just because it's the shorter videos there's certain things that just flat out don't work as well sure. if at all um and i very rarely get like kind of inspired by like a tiktok you know like mm -hmm. there's lots of youtube channels or just the one-off youtube videos where i'm like that was cool i want to <laughs> go i want to go do something like that and and sure. you know just long form content is um it's a beast it's it's a beast if you can nail yeah. that and you have something there yeah it's it's insane so mm -hmm. and i want to try to get to the point where i have it like enough youtube videos going where not necessarily like scale back quality on TikTok, but kind of use my TikTok as a little more like of a behind the scenes type thing mm -hmm. to where like, you I know, get that. If, if it's like I've got if I'm working on something like I just got a really weird inspiration kick to like get into like virtual production with like Unreal and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. 10 TikToks around like working on that. And then after two weeks, like a 10 minute YouTube video type thing. That's kind sure. of what I want to get to. Um, I don't have the time <laughs> right now. Sure. Um, would love to figure out my sleep schedule to be able to get up when I want to. Who then sleeps? That time. <laughs> Nobody sleeps. <laughs> Who sleeps, dude? Exactly. What, a, what a tragedy. Yeah. We just talked so about our, our schedule tonight. It's going to be staying up all night editing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But we are going to uh, we are going to wind it down, Liam. So uh, we just want to say, first and foremost, thank you so much for even agreeing to come on the pod. Like, it's been such a fun yeah. time to sit here and hang out and get to know you and get to know the back, the back background side of the content and all that jazz, man. So it's been it's been super dope. But per mm, usual, likewise. any guests that we have on here, man, uh, we want people to be able to find you and, and figure out where you are if they want to come check you out, man. So what are uh, what are your socials? Where can people find you? Yeah, so I feel like I got to change stuff because it has a whole explanation. So it's fantastic tech is the handle, but it's fantastic underscore T E K. Okay. So that's where it's at. It's it's not as <laughs> it's not as like blessed. So I'm, I'm trying to work the name back to like just fantastic tech as it's spelled out. No underscores, mm -hmm. no nothing like that. But right now at fantastic underscore T E K on uh, everything that I run. So it's, it was just TikTok youtube twitter and instagram cool um yeah so that's that's what i do i like it i like it and dad uh where can they find you dude per usual uh twitch.tv slash dad the gamer spelled g-a-m-3-r everything else is uh dad the gamer um i'm sorry if i did not speak as much this time I'm definitely battling over here to struggle <laughs> to stay alive i tried up. i tried to hit the mute as often as i can as i'm dying over here but uh how about yourself faster yeah, dude. Yeah, you're good. I, uh, you can find me at I am Pastor Gaines on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And then if you want to check out the Elden Ring content, it's Pastor Gaines Games. And then over on Twitch at Pastor Gaines. So that is going to be it for this episode, guys. Really appreciate the heck out of all of you listening and hanging out with us. So until next time, uh, stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Later, guys.